Get your microphone up on that face of yours. Come on. What the fuck? I said all right. That means we're going. That means it's damn time. Uh, I'm ready when you are. You're just having some sort of go. You had some some sort of strange digestive issue as a result of. I garbled down some food on my way here. Oh yeah, because I waited until two thirty to eight eat right when you said you were on your way because <laughs> i'm an idiot yeah well are we ready oh yeah mm. shit <laughs> fuck Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm I'm, feel- I'm feeling good, if, if not a little strange. A little strange. We're yeah. doing a back-to-backer today. We're busy boys. And I don't feel strange because of the backer, back, back-to-backer. I feel strange because of the, the song that we're doing. It's just uh, mm-hmm. it's a strange song. I don't know how you feel about it, but damn, yeah. it's freaking weird. Yeah, it's strange enough. It's weird as hell. Strange enough, a little a little Swedish a little Swedish accent. I, if you if accent. you don't if you don't if you don't if you don't get weirded out by Swedish people already like I kind of do. Too pretty. I mean, they're they're very pretty, but they're weird. They're just kind of strange. They're kind yeah. of like naturally nerdy. I feel like Sweden is a country, kind of that whole area where it's like <sighs> we're doing so well. We also hate people from every other country and don't let them in. It's sure. And it's oh, well, got some weird feelings. Cool. And we will definitely. Yeah, we'll be talking about we'll that part. But I'm, I was just battery. leaving that little bit out. I'm just saying that they're just kind of, they're, they're kind of, it's a little bit, uh, to make a bit of a confession, Mark, I am, my my heritage, although I grew up being told I was Scotch-Irish, when I did the research, I found out that I was English. I am mostly English. Like you, I know that you have English in your background as well. But if you are from England, and apparently my family line goes back to the western portion of England, you have, whether you like it or not, Scandinavian blood of, in you because they took over the better portion of England at one time. So I have sort of this weird um, idea that a portion, even though I've never done one of those DNA tests, that I'm, I'm kind of scared that most of me would be Scandinavian. <laughs> I'm kind of okay. worried about that. Yeah, okay. I <laughs> because can see they're, that. they're just, they're, I mean, they're... Well, especially with your uh, your the haircut that you've been getting... It's got that a little <gasps> bit of that sweep. I didn't even think about it that. It looks very blonde right I now. I didn't think about that. Were Mark. you in a band called Commit Suicide in the na- 1980s? I was I'm I'm I just realized I look a little bit Ace of Base, don't I? You look uh yeah, I look a wee a bit little Ace of Base. A little Acey Basey. Uh, so <laughs> you've you've read the the title of the episode. Oh. You've heard us say the band name. The song we're doing today is All That She Wants by Ace of Base. And it could have been a number of Ace of Base songs, to be honest with you. They're all a little bit fucking weird. They're all a little weird. They're all a little strange. Score! Uh, if you know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this song uh, was released on the album The Sign um, and was released in Scandinavia in 1992 um, mm. as a second single from their first studio album, Happy Nation. <laughs> Um, happy it was the first single nation. <laughs> happy nation. <laughs> so I'll weird. tell you. And there's a couple of other quotes I'll read from them where we can see that they are a very cocksure people. 
Um, <sighs> yeah, and maybe it's all those uh, those saunas. <laughs> I don't know. They have that 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 they have that cocksure attitude where they can sit around naked with each other, and it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you know. So happy nation, not American in Scandinavia. 1992 in in north america it was released as the first single from their 1993 album the sign um produced by dennis pop <laughs> and Jonas bergren and ulf ekberg Oof. you may know ulf <laughs> Oof. I, I now now mr bergren Jonas mm-hmm. is uh he also has two siblings in the band with him mm-hmm. and those are his two sisters what are their names I don't know. Oh, you don't know? You didn't look at him? You didn't look? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm i looking up other stuff. It's Yingal and Flergenboo. I don't know <laughs> okay. what their names are. Just give That's me a probably second. probably close. Look it, up. it doesn't yeah. matter. We don't need to look up their names. No, no, no. I want to because oh. there's something a little bit unusual about... I mean, every they, they seem to all have something strange going on when you it's lynn bergeren and Janny bergeren okay um of course ulf not a brother but jonas jonas however you pronounce that in scandinavia is uh the other brother apparently he is principal songwriter and when you look on his wikipedia page the first thing that pops up when it says personal life it says born with a cleft lip i'm like why is that the first thing i'm like it's just yeah there's all kinds of weird shit going on with these people that i mean i'm not saying that it's like a weird thing but why did they write that as like the first thing hey the first thing you need to know about this guy is he was born with a. it's it's like fucked up things were just meant to happen around them Mm -hmm. it just i don't know i just get it um, so this drum beat was taken from a musician named Ko, a song called "Another Mother," like Ko corn syrup. Uh, sort of. Yeah. No, that's Caro. Caro. I know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. K a y o. Bad jokes abound. Uh, <laughs> more like there's a heavy band called Ko Dot. Ko Dot. More like them, mm. I believe. Um, so uh, there's probably a little bit of misunderstanding as to, and there's been some back and forth of the band has cleared it up as to the chorus of the song. Oh, there are misunderstandings. And what it means. Um, but we've got a little bit of talking about Ace of Bass mm. first, <laughs> especially Mr. Ulf Ekberg. Uh, now, you were mentioning uh, people's uh, life and career or personal life areas in uh, in Wikipedia. Let's go ahead and, uh, and read a little bit of, from Mr. Ulf Ekberg's. Are we now? This is his Wikipedia. This is his Wikipedia okay, on 27 double- March 1993. Expressen, <laughs> which is the most <laughs> Swedish sounding fucking magazine I've ever heard, yeah, reported that Ekberg had once been a member of a band called Commit Suicide. Misspelled sick because suicide is spelled incorrectly. Uh, they were a band active in Gothenburg from 1984 to 1986 when Ulf was between the ages of 14 and 16, described as a quote new wave music band creating and performing electronic music on synthesizers without any political touch or agenda. Uh, in 1998 songs that were claimed to have been recorded by commit suicide with explicit racist lyrics were released on the unauthorized album. Oof was a Nazi. <laughs> That's pretty on the nose. However, the cited songs were not recorded by commit suicide. Other media outlets reported that Eckbird had been a neo-Nazi in his youth so, uh, before I finish this sentence... And the band had a cleft you'd say, lip. You'd say, <laughs> oh, okay, good. Those songs weren't recorded by this band that he said that he was in. Right, but However, then... then magazines say that he had been to neo-Nazi his youth, and what does he say? He has repeatedly expressed regret for this. <laughs> so, we got a neo-Nazi youth. Yeah, I... <laughs> 
nobody's beyond redemption. But what we're just trying to say here is, is that it just adds to the fucking ultimate weirdness of this goddamn band. I mean, there's just something, some shit going on everywhere, all over the place with this band. And we haven't even gotten to the part where we're, with this song, we are dipping our toes into the most stupid ever example of a double entendre in a fucking title, uh, or in, in a chorus that you've ever heard. I told everyone I really regret what I've done. I took the experience from it. I learned from it. But that life is not me. It's somebody else. In 2013, he said, during the early 1990s, I did dozens of interviews all around the world about the people I sometimes found myself surrounded by in the 1980s and how profoundly regretful I am now about associating with such individuals. Those interviews covered every aspect of my past as I strove to be an open book to anyone who asked. The teenage mistakes I did make in terms of my chosen ideas at the time were unfortunate, and if I were to live through those days again, I would have done things very differently. I'm truly, deeply sorry for any hurt and disappointment this has caused to our fans, and I want to be very clear that Ace of Base never shared any of these opinions and strongly oppose all extremist opinions on both the left and right wing. Still keeping themselves as <laughs> Swedish as possible. As milk toast. <laughs> As boring as hell. But weird. They're yeah. just fucking weird to me, man. They're just super weird. I, ju- I do have to say, man, that it sounds to me, if these are his words, you know, we're not, I'm not sitting in the room. I cannot get, I'm giving you secondhand account- accounts of everything, but it sounds like he is a truly penitent human being. It does. That's his wife. Okay. She is also gorgeous. Yes. Everyone in fucking Sweden. You could be fucking an 800 pound sack of shit in Sweden and people would be drooling over wanting to fuck your folds. It's, they, I'm it's sure, unreal. I'm sure their poop is beautiful. <laughs> it's I just, mean, it's yeah, incredible. it's amazing. Now, Um, we also have to say that this song was an overwhelmingly huge hit for those of you that were not alive in 1993, four, something like that, when it came out in the United States. It was, you could not like, like, uh, smells like teen spirit before it, like Jeremy, like under the bridge. This song was massively huge. You heard it everywhere. People seemed to love this song. One of which happened to be Jennifer. And I have to preemptively apologize to Jennifer for all the horrible things that I am going to wind up saying about this song that I never really have liked all that much. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's definitely um it's definitely kind of dumb. Jennifer being my wife. Your wife. But uh it's 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 I've always just looked at it as really stupid. Yeah. Uh, it's just a dumb song. Yeah. Um so and it's and its production is bad and it's just everything about it's not good. The fucking weird saxophone that that synthesized saxophone it's just, it's like they cut every corner when it came to quality sound production, you know, and and uh, and replication. It's just, they were like, oh, let's just throw this shit together, put some silly little double entendre lyrics into it, and give these people what they think might be, you know, a salacious situation, and uh, maybe a desperate situation, and then well, give it a beat. Let's uh, let's look at what some of the, uh, what some of the, res- the critical reception was. Yeah. The best Ace of Bass song End of story, no contest, says BuzzFeed. Um, The last time a new act came from Sweden came on this strong. It was Rock Set with The Look. Not a bad song. That was from uh, Sweden. Yeah, they're they're Scandinavian. Yeah, she's... uh, Um, And that's not a horrible song. As far as I can remember, All That She Wants by Ace of Bass is the only hit single 
ever to talk about a lady who uses men for stud service so that she can become an unwed mother. But does it? Nope. No, but does it? No. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Mm. And this is one of the big things that we're debunking here today. Mm. Um, uh, so it's uh, it's interesting. Um, uh, a lot of people kind of went back and forth on what baby meant. Um, this is from songfacts.com. The song is supposedly about young women in Denmark using men as stud bulls in order to get pregnant, mm. uh, to get welfare, welfare payments for being single mothers. Uh, so an interesting take, especially with the first verse, which we'll discuss, uh, but baby in this term is often used as slang for boyfriend, uh, being a Swedish act, Ace of Base didn't quite get the hang of using English colloquialisms in their songs. Another lyrical oddity catching tan. I think it was our, <laughs> to our advantage that English was not our mother language. Ulf said, um, no, it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because we were able to treat English very respectless and just look for words. Did, did he say respectless? That sounded good with the melody. <laughs> did he just say, did he just say making fuck? <laughs> did, 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 did he say respectless? He did say respectless. Oh my God. Now, another thing that I want to, uh, mention here before we get into the lyrics is how this song came to be. So this song was originally titled, titled Mr. Ace. Mm. Did you know this? No, I, I, I don't know anything this about this. This song is called, was originally called Mr. Ace. They sent it to Mr. Dennis Pop, okay. uh, who is a um, Swedish producer. He hated the song. <laughs> okay, They sent him a, a tape of it. He was like, I do not like it. And this, is, this sounds fucking made up, Seth. The tape got stuck in his tape player. Oh, come on, screenwriter. Come on. The tape was... I found this on multiple places. The tape was stuck in his car's tape deck. Every morning, he had to listen to the track on the way to work, and every morning, he heard something new in it. Uh, Eckberg explained in the sound machine, Jonas and I are good at melodies. <laughs> Again, they just love to talk about how good they are. Yeah. But there were too many things happening on the track. Dennis was very good at erasing things and making the sound picture clearer and simplified, cleaner and simplified. I think he took away maybe 50% of our instrumentation. The original version had rapping on it from Ulf. Yeah. Maybe showing that he had put his racist past behind him and started spitting bars. <laughs> uh, not to mention with the reggae. What rhymes with not Nazi? <laughs> uh, not to mention the, the definite dub reggae style or, or reggae the style. Wikipedia says the final version of the song evolved into a dark fusion of dub reggae. Or you could replace dark fusion with silly childish version of dub reggae. I mean, yeah, it's it's silly and it just sounds like a kid's song to me. Ekberg described the song as being about, quote, a typical girl in Sweden or Norway or Germany who, quote, meets a lot of guys. Jenny noted that it was about a woman who is always leaving, and that is because the woman is not whole in herself. Jonas stated that the song is, quote, about a girl I knew a long time ago, but I didn't realize that when I did the lyrics. What the f- so what a bunch of fucking weirdos. Yeah, different ex- is this is this a f- is this Rashomon Mark? Is this a fucking Akira Kurosawa movie? Are we living that right now? What I the fuck so. is going I think Jenny's expert uh, explanation might be a little bit more accurate than any others. I mean, 
But, I mean, you just get all these different weird explanations of what the fuck is happening. It was, I mean, can we take a second to go over why people might have been attracted to the lyrics to this song? Um, well, I think that... Um, why was it so attractive? Because you heard people singing the song. Well, I, I mean, it's a catchy song. Sadly. It's a catchy melody, and it's a catchy... It's got that... It's got that, you know... It almost sounds like uh, like um, Dr. Dre-inspired, like, hip-hop, like, Mogish. It's got that, like, Mogish-sounding melody. Okay. You know, with a, with a, with a good beat behind it. I get the Mog part, it. yeah, but the... Um, and I think <laughs> that, you know, it's very sing-alongable. Um, and I would go so far as to say that maybe people are... Women have come. Women have been able to come a long way sexually. Yeah. Now, whether or not this was a song, and I don't think it is, but was a song about a woman trying to get knocked up or a woman trying to sleep with whoever they wanted, I think that there were probably a lot of women who fantasized about being able to have sex with whoever they wanted like men were, but they weren't able to because society sucked. It still right, sucks in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and men probably fantasized about being able to find a female partner that also wanted that same thing. Mm -hmm. And that maybe there was a little, even if it wasn't fully understood at the time, a little bit of, um, you know, guys being like, Oh, what a great idea for me to be able to find a woman who just wants to have a one night stand break off and and women being able to fantasize of being able to want that same thing. And kind of completing the circuit for people that just wanted to have like a hedonistic lifestyle um, or, you know, a a pleasure based lifestyle where they were able to do that. I think that a certain aspect or a certain portion, a small portion is to some um, and to some that might not be as bright. I don't know. But they did pick up on a slight double entendre there. They did. I mean, it was like in. I think it was inadvertent in the songwriting. I think that those Swedish people writing the songs, a.k.a. the Bergens and Ulf. Is what they should have called themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, said let's. She wants another baby. She's going out, and they're using this American colloquial term. And she's going out, and she's picking up another guy. But at the same time, they probably didn't even realize that they're saying, "Oh, this chick is just trying to catch seed and create another child." And other comes across the United States. People pick up on this inadvertent double entendre, and it yep. beca- and all of a sudden, these people think that it makes it you know a storytelling, a richer song for that, but it doesn't. Basic. Well, this shit is basic. I will tell you that I think that there are some things in the first verse that definitely lend itself to the credibility of thinking that this is about a woman trying to find you know a stud bull to right. get her pregnant, but we'll get there in a moment. Right yeah. before we get started with the lyrics, I just want to read Jim Farber from the New York Daily News when this song came out. <laughs> called Farber it has to The say. Weirdest Song on the Radio Now, adding that it, quote, <laughs> revives the dinky-sounding sense of the early 80s, Eighth. new wave, smelts it to an improbable reggae beat, <laughs> then plops on vocals by a woman whose grasp of English barely exceeds the phonetic. He concluded with that, that the song could easily end up the man eater of the 90s. Let's all give a great big hand to Jim Farber. Yeah, Absolutely. very good. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, thank you for coming. Never, we can go yeah, home. Exactly. All we need to do is have that guy come up here and just fucking do that. That is for perfect, us. man. Yeah, he pretty much, uh, he pretty much knocked Nailed it out it. of the park. Uh, she leads a lonely life. She leads a lonely life. That's how we're going to start this fucking song. 
Okay. It's so sad. <laughs> How depressing. We live in a dark part of the world. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny because the uh, genius annotation says, the meaning and message the listener extrapolates from this song hinges on the interpretation of this line. Hmm. How heavy. Hmm. That's a Swedish person that wrote that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the meaning and message the listener extrapolates from this song hinges on the interpretation of this line. Specifically... The quality and reasons for the loneliness of the protagonist provide evidence that helps us understand the motives of her sexually promiscuous and exploitive behavior. <laughs> Jesus Are you Christ. telling me that this song plays chess with death? Genius. Is it <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Is it the seventh seal? Sit down. This song, is, this song was written by Ingmar Bergman. When she woke up late in the morning light and the day had just begun, she opened up her eyes and thought... Oh, what a morning. It's not a day for work. It's a day for catching tan. Just lying on the beach and having fun. She's going to get ya. What a fucking weird... That is the... These are the strange... turning on a dime. I mean, people talk about... Let's. What's a weird band? The Residents. Captain Beefheart. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah. weird shit, Frank right? Zappa. Frank Zappa. These are weird bands. That is some supremely weird shit. That well, is, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know, so I was saying earlier that if there's anything that would lead someone... I mean, you know, I would say that this verse definitely gives off some vibes of, I want to get knocked up and not have to work. It does. Um, because she talks literally about how um, she wakes up late. She probably had a late night. Um, the day has just begun. She opened up her eyes and thought, oh, what a morning. We she, hear something directly from her. She's quoted there. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. not a day for work. Mm-mm. No, I don't fucking work. Are you kidding me? You know, what is this post-pandemic? Those damn socialists. It, it's a day for <laughs> catching tan, which I never knew she said that. Mark, Mark, when I before Please. I before I go to the beach, I throw uh, I throw sunscreen to, to not catch tan. What did you think? What did I, you think this line was? I have, dude... <laughs> I thought it was a day for catching time. <laughs> I thought I thought it was like like yeah, I thought it was like Croatan, like what was written outside of Roanoke, you know, fucking 500 years. There's like a mystery behind what the fuck is going on here. I, I did think, not know what the fuck she I was think saying. We all every once in a while have a lyric where we all just kind of like mumble along boom, with boom, it boom. and just go, "Yeah, I'm doing something." Yeah. Uh so yeah, it's a day for catching tan. She just wants to go on the beach and have fun. Catching and then tan. she wraps that up with by the way, be scared. She's going to get you. It's just the wrong verb. It's the wrong fucking verb. Catching tan. Catching rays. Oh, you're still on catching tan. I am. <laughs> catching rays. I, it's a day to catch some rays. Well, I think I feel like I've heard people say, I'm going to catch a tan. Or a tan, but catching tan. Catching tan. I will, catching- again, these are Swedish people that I think, <laughs> look, they said it, it's beneficial for us to not know what the fuck English is mm. because we have the ability to just fucking mumble some shit just because it's funny because he says we can just use whatever rhymes but tan doesn't rhyme with anything no it doesn't it it's it's a it is a really weird choice of words i mean what what are the other things that they do do they throw fish do they do they um uh, do they run do they run car do they i mean what the what the hell man it's like they, they just picked it it's like well what's that thing mad libs they just <laughs> filled well, the I'll shit in this, you know i noticed this give me an adverb the mark. company i used to work for was based out of 
the like the Midwest. Okay. They were based out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I would notice that they would always say, and this is something that always catches on to me now, and the current the place where I work now, we have a bunch of people in Illinois. People won't say, um, you know, that table needs to be fixed. I know what you're going to say. They say that table needs, needs fixed. fixed. Drives me nuts. It is very weird. I hate it. It's... Uh, it's it's always something, and I when I bring it up to them, they don't realize it. They don't realize that I they do it. I knew a girl from Wisconsin that would say yeah. the whole stock room needs organizing, and yeah, I was exactly. like, I, or needs organized. I just, yeah, yeah. I wanted that made. It's like so you know nails on a fucking, chalkboard. Someone from Sweden saying it's a day for catching tan could be fucking Midwest for right. all I know. It yeah. could be Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, who the fuck knows? It is a day for hounding sauna. <laughs> I would hound the sauna. All that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. Yeah. All that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. Yeah. Did you did I, I have to ask you real quick, this kind of goes out of out of sequence here, but did you All that did you wants? Did you look at the uh, note notation for um she's going to get you? Did you um, read that? I did. Yes. Okay. And it's another fucking super long thing. I do think that it's interesting that they talk about the shift from third to second person. That's which we've talked about yeah, before on this. Third we've person had a equal times. danger. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, uh, another guy that refers it to man eater or American woman. Mm. Um, explains songs, bouncy tone and instrumentation. Just really goes on to find. I find that other people are, you know, uh, are, are taken by the song's weirdness. It's not just us, you know. I, mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm getting from this. As far as the chorus is concerned, in a 2015 interview with Billboard writer Jonas Bergen, set the record straight. Baby does in fact mean lover. He said, and I quote: "Those types of women can be fantastic sometimes, but not all the time. It depends on how you suffer from it." Okay. Hmm. Pretty heavy. Okay. Yeah. Very. Very. So, yeah. What we're finding is, uh, and and we we get a little bit more of this here in the second verse. I'll tell you, we we wrap this thing up in two verses. This is going to be a quickie. Yeah. Um. They it's very, basically, God, they you got the setup weird. and you got the teardown. <laughs> it's yeah, basically you know talking about uh, you know what her day is like, and then you know she's going to try and fuck you, and then what to expect. So if you are in sight and the day is right, she's the hunter, you're the fox. The gentle voice that talks to you won't talk forever. It's a night for passion, but the morning means goodbye. Beware of what is flashing in her eyes. She's going to get you. Now, bam! I'm sorry, dude, but this song is like a fucking gun going off. So the thing is, is like, you know, the, the she's going to get you initially from the... Okay, you can piece it together that she goes to the beach... And okay, she's gonna get you, so she takes you home. But once you're home and you're done, you know, we're basically talking about the postcoital next morning, okay. saying when everything is wrapped up, she wants you gone. But at the end, she says she's gonna get you again. She's already got you. What is she doing now? I don't keep you in a dungeon. <laughs> You've already been got. How do you get more? Can you imagine waking up in a glass case in a Danish basement, Mark? Could you imagine? I feel that? Like she lets you out and then she oh, tries what's to on snipe my crotch. You. Oh, what? <laughs> It's like it's the most dangerous game. Your fucking your iced tea running survival, through the forest, surviving the game. 
it's like, all right, now I'm going to fuck you. And then you take off and it's like a praying mantis thing. It's- Imagine all of them, the housewives of, of Copenhagen scatter all in there. Okay, we've all fucked him, ready to shoot him. Yeah, just uh, let him go and let him, yeah, let him think they can survive. Oh, God. Uh, she's the hunter, you're the fox. Uh, well, at yeah. least he's a mammal. I mean, that's yeah. all I have to say. It'd be fucked. It'd be I, weird if he was a fucking lizard or a crocodile or some shit. I, I don't like know. How it says if you're in sight and the day is right, <laughs> it's just like if you are anywhere around, she'll just fuck anything that moves. Like, yeah. If you're in eyesight, right, and she's fucking horned up, doesn't matter who ooh, you are. Yeah. Then who gives it, a fuck about you? <laughs> then she's gonna fucking hunt you down. And yeah, the hunter and the fox thing. Does not leave it's, you it's, to believe much that like you have any say. I, this is this is Mark. We are seeing something different here. This is predatory from a woman's standpoint, man. Yeah, I, this, that's something I'll you don't see you, often. That man eater um, comparison is very very good. But this is a woman singing it, man. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, whatever. I you know, it's it's we're still talking about another person. Yeah, but the the comparison to man eater of like. This woman Watch is out, just boy, preying you on up, fucking yeah. on on dudes. Uh, to what extent? I don't know. I mean, well, I think we got to look back at Maneater. I think it's a little easier, not as fucking you know on the edge as dangerous as this shit sounds. I mean, it's this is this has got a real edge to it, man. It does. The uh, the, <laughs> the gentle voice that talks to you won't talk forever. The genius annotation says wow. the gentle voice is the protagonist of the song's mm-hmm. voice. That talks to you may mean she enjoys dirty talk during sex. Where the fuck did you get? I that don't know from? where he got that from. Like, I have no idea. You are just too horny. Yeah, you are just like no hyped up on the horny train. That's just a horny dude. This is more psychological. I I think the gentle voice that talks to you won't talk forever. Well, it's just I think there just, is a point in a. I don't care if the relationship is twenty minutes long. I don't care if the relationship is twenty years long. There is a point that that i've at least i've seen that girls stop talking well i just i think what this is saying is that you know this is a one night thing yeah you don't the person that you're talking to they're not going to talk forever because they're you guys are going to fuck and then you're going to be gone yeah that's yeah yeah. Uh, this is not like a we're not looking at a long term a lot of times when it comes to talking stops getting down there's like we don't want you to say anymore no more words this is where it stops shut up and fuck me yeah um, but you don't hear that. You don't hear it be, from girls. I beware mean. of what is flashing in her eyes. That this definitely ra- look like all along. I think we can all agree. Okay, like woman's horny and she's out there and she's looking for a dude to bang. And I'm sure that we're gonna find plenty of dudes, especially if it's one of the women in this band, because they're all drop dead gorgeous. They look the music video. You were immediately just like, yeah. oh, oh boy, She's very attractive. Yeah, um, and I was too. I was like, man, because again, Swedish people just they fucking pop out just amazing looking human beings. Um, <laughs> but what I'm what I'm getting at is, so for the whole th- song up to the second verse, two lines would be the penultimate line. You're like, okay, like whatever. You guys fucked. You guys, you know, she brought you over. The morning means it's time to fucking get bent. See you later. And then it says, beware of what is flashing in her eyes. Where did we go wrong? What happened? Like, everything was going so fine. And then all of a sudden, it's like, does she, like, have, like, a fucking manic episode or something? Yeah. 
it really makes me wonder what the she's it, gonna get you thing is it's at the end. it's scary on that whole she you're, she's the hunter level and there's no it is there's no annotation for be that's the one line because no one i don't think anyone's really sure of what that means no i mean i kind of scared. thought like oh the flash in her eyes like what the muzzle flash from when she's hunting your ass <laughs> Jesus, I mean, be. it could be. Yeah, it's but it's scary. I think it's, it might be some kind of uh, it's worrisome mantis kind of thing where she's <laughs> gonna bite of, off his head. Like she's eats, gonna get you. Eats the stud after it's done with it. The true meaning behind this song, I think, maybe that or she is the, actually a praying mantis woman. Whoa! That is dressed up as a beautiful woman. Wasn't of, that a fifty sci-fi movie, Mantis Woman? I think it's kind of like the lizard people uh, <laughs> thing, but we were just a little bit off. The mole people. Yeah, mole. all that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. Yeah. All that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. Yeah. And then you hear the sound of the most ridiculous sounding synthesized saxophone. Well, that's a lot of alliteration right there. That you've ever heard in your life. It's like from it's like from the Muppet Show, Mark, isn't it? It's like that guy, Mr. Zoot, that plays saxophone in the Muppet Show. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Reached, it's, it is ridiculous. Reached number one in twelve countries, including the United Kingdom, Germany, and Australia, of course. Yeah. It peaked at number two in the United States and was certified platinum by the RIAA for having over one million dollars in sales. Did you notice where it peaked at most was mostly English speaking countries? countries australia england united states and then germany comes along and they're like oh this is the perfect song if it just had shit in it (laughs) (laughs) um the uh kind of maybe not a hugely interesting thing here but uh remember jenny was the only person in the song not to have any involvement in it well i did did we read something back in the wikipedia that there were vocals by her that were cut out in the original version i think we might have to look back at that yeah i don't think we did so that bears mentioning now yeah because of this on the european single cover um she is the only member on the front cover so that was nice of them to to make make sure that they they're brothers and sisters they better be looking out for each other trying to prop up that nazi well you should know yeah i mean you should know that sometimes brothers do not look out for each other oh fuck them it can be a cold i got four that i just want to stomp on their necks man i mean really it can be a cold dead place (laughs) um yeah uh, so I think that's pretty. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Where's Jim? Where is he? Where? <laughs> God, um, thank God, uh, Mark. This is. I'm kind of grateful. This song was not. This didn't like have to wear on us. Yeah. It's just two verses. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's in and out. Yeah. Just like she wants. Uh, that's all that she wants <laughs> is in and out. Um, obviously, songmeanings.com uh, has. Um, let's not tons and tons. Can we of just people not? Just basically going back and forth on whether or not she means a literal baby or she's talking about her boyfriend. You know, I can't believe that people did not entertain at all the idea that baby meant just a term of endearment. And that's all. Yeah. 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 Um, and how people were so quick to just be like, oh, she means a literal fucking baby. Oh, they're talking about Because you can only have so many. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, after you get knocked up, it's fucking, you're a couple months out of commission here. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the the one thing that I think is probably most interesting that to kind of, and I don't necessarily want to get in it here with you, but the uh, she leads a lonely life intro definitely... <laughs> 
when you, when you yeah. read the rest of the lyrics and then you look back at that after you read all the lyrics and you kind of know it's, it's kind of like when you watch memento and then watch it again from the beginning it you, amplifies the sadness the like darkness six, yeah absolutely yeah you go through the whole thing and then you just she leads a lonely life and it's like oh fuck yeah this fucking poor woman Ugh. um <laughs> yeah so uh mark Yes. Mark. Yes. This number's going to go through the roof, man. Oh, is it? I, uh, for me, yeah. it is. I mean, it's this song. I mean, it's it it, it, it it covers all the bases as far as what we go over when we talk about creepy. And it sounds creepy as shit. It just does, man. It sounds like some the, the music gives it a, a sense of 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 strangeness that that, you know, just covers the lyrics. I mean, it's it's. What did that Jamie Presley say? Came along and got doused by a bucket of creep juice. I mean, it was <laughs> Ace of Base threw creep juice all over the United States in 1993 or four or whatever what year it was. I just want to say real quick, George from Vancouver, Canada said, my baby usually means my child. You use baby or my babe to refer to a romantic partner slash interest. I don't know what the fuck rock this guy's been sitting under. Yeah. but There's a song called Be My Baby. Be my little baby. Oh, yeah, baby. that the wonderful Ronnie Spector, mm-hmm. you know, just made sound so beautiful that you're not thinking about a baby at any time in, in the midst of that song. You are listening to her go baby, and you're imagining that she's saying it to you. Be my little baby. Oh, it's such, such a, a good wonderful, song, wonderful song. Give me your number. Do you want, let me give a number. Yeah, you give you a number, number, please. Last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. She leads a lonely life. We're talking about an ex-Hitler youth. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can really. I know that we 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 said we understand that, and we think that Ulf probably is being sincere. Penitent, but yes. I still cannot stop fucking thinking about the fact that he was in a fucking Hitler youth neo-Nazi thing when he was a teenager. Um, I'm gonna give this song. You know what? It's it's weird because it's creep from the woman's point of view. Usually, when yeah. we're using creep, it's from the man's point of view. It hasn't Very been unusual. since I think um, was it Blondie that we did. Gonna get you, uh, yeah. But then you find out the rest of right. Gonna, yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. one too. Yeah. That's a really good one. Um, I'm gonna give this song. Um, she leads a lonely life. <laughs> you know another uh, one that that we I'm think about the song F. Four seven. <gasps> that's it. That's it. Wow. That's that is very. What that, do you got? I'm I'm. It's like I'm. I was gonna say seven eight. Wow. Yeah. I. It's it's creepy to me, man. What what about it? Can it's, you give me some specific? Well, I mean, starting off with that whole she leads a lonely life, and then she's going out there, and now she and we know from she's the hunter, you're the fox, she's the predator. You know. I, well, you eventually know that that talk is gonna stop. <laughs> something flashes in her eyes. You know, something flashes maybe, in her eyes. Maybe that that whole verse. Maybe that bumps it up to like a five seven. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's. Uh, well, it leads a lonely life isn't creepy to me. She she's maybe it, trying to fill a hole. Pardon the. Pun. Yeah, but I do not. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't think this necessarily creepy. I think it's a little sad. But the creepy part is definitely the second verse where, where she's already got him captured. And then she says something flashes in her eyes. She's gonna get you again, and you just go, oh, okay. Here's my logic. Okay. When we did Shoop, mm-hmm. I gave it like super low. Yeah. I gave it super low. You know, even though they were just flat out flipping horn dogs all the way through the song. And, um, and uh, you know, it was, 
Shoop sounds a little happier, you know, overall when you're listening to it. But when you get down to it, those lyrics are they're they're very creepy, you know. Mm-hmm. This one, it's 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 another one from a woman's perspective. So you think you have to ratchet it down because that's the case. But that's playing into the double standard almost. Yeah, you know, I think so. I'm not going to play into the double standard on this this one. You know, we've really gotten into these lyrics. They really give me a vibe. I'm gonna stand by my seven eight. That's fine. I, am, I, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I bumped mine up to a, a five seven. Five seven. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. All right. Um, it's not hot. It's not soft flaccid cock. It's not Rod Stewart. No, but it's below that. But funny that you should mention Rod Stewart. Oh yeah. It's time. It is. It's time we revisit our main dude. It is. <laughs> this is uh, going to be We're going to do a Rod Stewart song. There was a line in particular that I saw that really tipped it off. Uh, and it's probably a song worth doing just for that line. Not sure that he's doing it anymore. It was a single. We're going to do Rod Stewart's Every Picture Tells a Story. <laughs> um, you know. This was not. Tonight's the Night was huge. It's played at a million weddings. This one is not. But it's still so fun to do Rod Stewart songs. Yeah. It really is. This is him with a little backing from Ronnie Wood. Um, So, you know, uh, it's definitely got some interesting Mm. choices. It'll be fun. Lyrically. Um, And uh, so go ahead and listen to that. I don't think there's probably a music video for it. You can look around. Uh, You know, might be fun to watch all baby rod stewart singing around there might be some you know live show from the 70s that you probably would enjoy the hell out of you know just because it's you know ronnie wood up there fucking doing his thing and rod you know it's probably an entertaining show check it out it'll be worth listening to especially when we go over it um it's a good sounding song nothing wrong with it um lyrics that's a whole different story but of course that's what we're here for yeah the lyrics hold on tight if you have asian people in your life (sighs) yeah well let's lyrics to go pod at gmail yes send us some ideas we need some just gonna yeah. put that out there if you're listening give us a listen go to the facebook page i need to catch back up on some instagram postings but go to the lyrics to go uh facebook page leave what you think there tell us if we're wrong tell us if we've got our shit backwards i'm willing to hear it i'm willing to listen to anybody's perspective on these songs after we done we're done talking about it i'm Mark- not but he is so <laughs> he'll definitely get back in touch with you and talk to you about it um at the very least i'll put a smile emoji next to your comment <laughs> there you go yeah seth bless you bless it's you. been great it's bless been him. great hanging bless him uh it's been great hanging out with you talking about some shitty lyrics go ahead and listen to uh Every Picture Tells a Story by Rod Stewart and Company. And we will be back next Monday with more Lyrics to Go. Somewhere between my mouth and your ears Some words got lost, the idea wandered on Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>